0: True, all right. Uh, we're all here. Are we ready to go? Yep. Uh, yep. Go- barn, oh, guys. the
1: barn is in the beef, the beef. Is <laughs> old beef barn. <laughs>
2: Welcome to movie, the podcast. That's right. Movie <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> it is the first, no, second week. Uh, give me
1: I'm getting some <laughs> real. Is someone, are you mocking gods, or is there a horrible echo?
2: No, that's that's me. me. Uh, do I really sound like that? Is that what it's all about? It doesn't matter. Anyway. Please, please, God, hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey, I'm down here in movie the podcast. Check it out, check it out, check it out, check out. It's so, me, movie. I'm the movie for
1: movie in the podcast. I I'm I'm the, mean, the Rangers like. suck this year. You don't want to take the Rangers. Yeah. You guys sound like Lemmy singing Triple theme song. <laughs> Wait, I'm
3: trying to do the other guy. What's the what's, hey, that oh, yeah, what's going on with the Rangers this here? Yeah, that guy, what's his name? Are you talking Farrell. Scott Pharrell yeah. yeah, oh yeah, god, that guy, get out, get out, get that, that guy sucks.
1: Even yeah. even if his voice wasn't annoying, his t- he is the worst. Takes yeah. like the mess. Is he this still, to is take he it still, it still
0: on the radio?
1: He oh, used man. to be on, still overnight. On, oh. I'd hear him late night on uh one oh five seven. He was like, because after a certain time, they just broadcast the national whatever. Yeah. And he would be on there all the time. Now it's some other guy. I can't remember his name.
0: Yeah, because uh, he was awful.
1: They have on, Amy, like, Amy Lawrence overnights, and she has horrible takes about everything.
0: <laughs> he was on Sirius for a while. He was on the Howard Stern channel. And, like, I used to think his show was so distracting because he'd play, like, music at,
2: like, the same level that Oh, yeah. Talk. He'd constantly have music, like, in the background. And it's, like, I can't. We like, also I, have, like that wild stream of consciousness, like you couldn't follow the thread. Well, like... I can't imagine listening to a like. Listening to somebody talk and
0: music is at the almost the same level as you're speaking. How the hell am I supposed to focus on what you're saying? It's and like I, he went to a, went to DJ school at a strip club. Well, his argument just... his argument was like it's like a sports bar, like it's like no, oh. but it's not though. Like I oh, it was, it's, I
1: hate sports bars too. Yeah, yeah I yeah, You know my <laughs> I favorite thing talk about, and watch sports. I want to watch sports. You know my favorite
0: sports. thing about going to a bar it's not being able to hear my friends talk. That's my favorite. Like what? Yeah. That's terrible. Anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, what do we watch this week?
2: <laughs> well, well, I mean, welcome welcome, welcome, back to Movie the Podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's Movie and the Podcasts. Um, we're yeah. here. <laughs> it's uh, Gimme September Lovin'. The song actually showed up. This is a Bruno Kirby yeah. appreciation space now for two back yeah. to back <laughs> Bruno Kirby films. And, and I think this is a,
0: at least I, I'm gonna go ahead and say for me anyway, this is a Barry Levingston redemption arc.
1: For me. Yeah, uh, how
3: bad? Did, not to bury the lead, but how bad did this movie make you want home spaghetti?
1: Like <laughs> yeah. I wanted house spaghetti. Yeah, it looked pretty good. I mean, I... guys, you Normal. have it every week. You don't. Yeah, I'm having it pretty normally, <laughs> so
2: I'm not lacking for home spaghetti. But no, we want. If you were smart,
1: if you were smart, you'd plan your spaghetti night a different night than your parents' spaghetti night, so you could have spaghetti two nights a week.
2: I could have as many as four spaghetti dinners in one week. If I really planned it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. That I don't like. That. No I
2: make, don't like the idea of Gogs no having make, two yeah. spaghetti dinners in one week. Yeah, um, Mr. Van Houten would be very upset about <laughs> this. Um, but anyway, we watched Sleepers, a real feel-good film about <laughs> childhood friends. Yeah, Just beat, really beat, getting beat. it done. Gogs <laughs> beat my joke. I was waiting to what? say.
0: I'm glad we watched something lighthearted this week. Yeah. You know, finally, it's a real chuckle fest.
1: Sleepers,
3: yeah. starring like I knew once we picked this movie that Alec wasn't going to like
1: it. As soon as I said the soundtrack slaps, but the score sucks. I don't think they played another actual song the rest of the movie. I was like, oh, it was like four songs. That right, the soundtrack like, that it. right in the beginning. Yeah, the
2: soundtrack rules in all the '60s flashbacks, and then the '80s yeah. is just kind of ambient. Some, I guess that's true. Yeah, I didn't really think 80s about tracks, that. Tracks like in the background, but yeah. Ugh. Anywho,
0: anyway, we watch sleepers. We watch sleepers. It's a movie about diddling. Certainly not about sleeping good. No, no, nope. no, no. More no, about no, being no. wide the fuck away and uh, horrifying. well uh, more about that yeah. later. Like fucking terrifying movie. Like yeah, honestly, like scarier than most horror movies. That I yeah. think there
3: there was a one whoever picked this. There's a line I mentioned I from this movie. It, yeah. yeah, last week and like it's still fucking like chilling when the line is said in the movie for me.
1: I mean, so was we'll it get... you you kids are softer than a loaf of bread.
3: No, that that was actually kind of sexy. I, I meant the uh, <laughs> the the four scared boys praying for help to Father Bobby's God that oh never God, came. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I they, talk about like a fucking knockout cast in. A <laughs> well, movie. Yeah, we'll
0: get into it. The acting is there's a scene in this movie where like the the co- the the guard is finally like grilled and admits it. They're all like tearing up, and it's like my God, Oh, the the so warden, McManus?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, so warden McManus. Yeah, yeah, warden
0: McManus. All right. Anyway, uh, what
1: do y'all watch this week? Uh, oh. uh, I didn't watch anything. Oh no my fin- god! I finally finished. We just finished like twenty minutes ago. Finished the wire.
2: Hell yeah! Nice. And, what uh, did you think about the fifth season?
1: The fifth season kind of sucks. You're that's right. Great. That yeah, is correct. Cool. Um, one of the weaker seasons. I don't give a shit about the newspaper, and I th- the newspaper storyline I felt like didn't tie in. Like, every other season had, like, you had the cops and something else that all kind of tied together. The newspaper didn't, except for the guy, the reporter who lied, who was supposed to – I'm assuming he's supposed to be that guy from the New York Times. I can't remember his name. But just flat out was making up stories mm. on Oh, Oprah. the
3: shattered glass guy?
1: Yeah, like on Oprah. He, got, he was on the Oprah. He was, like, one of her big guys. And, like, uh, then it came out that he made up, like, half the shit that he wrote about. Um, but season Daniel five is something. Maybe I'll look it up after. Uh, okay, I'll look it up in a minute. Um, overall, the show like absolutely slaps. Like it's so good, and everybody's so good in <laughs> it. Like I'm not breaking any new ground here. Oh uh, um, yeah, it's fantastic. But that uh, that fifth season, I felt like all the newspaper stuff was essentially just kind of filler. Yeah, like they should have just made it a shorter season. Which it was anyway. I think it was only ten episodes, and the other ones were all thirteen. Like make it eight episodes, like I don't know. But the newspaper stuff. Every time the newspaper stuff came on screen, I pretty much was just like tuned out. Like I love love
3: you doubled up on bunk this week, then huh?
2: Oh yeah,
1: yeah, Little Caesar.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think that like I I I like the fourth season a lot, but I think the third season is definitely my favorite one in that whole series.
1: Uh, I don't, uh the first I don't is know.
2: mine I think.
1: Would you it's say hard to, uh, it's hard to argue cuz they're all so good. The fourth one is I feel like the hardest hitting. It yeah. really is. That's true. I don't know if it's my favorite but it definitely has more impact than the other ones. So you would um, say it li- live back to the hype. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like if anybody doesn't think that like they're, they they got to be super like super jaded or cynical. Like yeah. it definitely, like I mean, it came out like 20 years ago, yeah. And not... it's still like, and the sh- the themes they deal with and the stuff they deal with is still all the shit that Baltimore City deals with 20 oh, yeah, oh, yeah. years later. Like, oh yeah, it hadn't gotten any better. That's not true. like, not like one bit. Nope. Which is uh pretty sad to think
0: about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, have you watched that other? I, I know It's like not really
1: related, but have you watched the John Bernthal Baltimore cop show on HBO? It's good. No, that's probably gonna be the next thing we watch. It has a, uh, it has Marlow in it. He plays a, like the, the district attorney or something.
0: Yeah, I finished. I finished it. It's it's really good. Uh, you I
1: think you'll like it.
0: It's not. It's not wire level. I don't want. I don't want to like to. I don't want to oversell it, but it's very good. Like no, it...
1: yeah. Everything I've heard about it is that it's like. It's very good, so like I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, and it's like only a couple episodes, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's pretty short, short.
0: Yeah, it's pretty short.
2: short I, I think it's a real testament to the wire, like how good the actors were in that show. Is that like when you see interviews or like you see them behind the scenes, like hanging out as like friends? Like you see like Marlowe and like uh and um. Oh shoot! Now I can't think of his name. God damn it! The the guy Melty? who kills drug no the guy who kills drug dealers. Oh Omar. Like we see them hanging out like a chaps pit beef, like joking around. You're like, like, oh my god, they're like real people. Like and you they're don't so see them anymore. good. At- well, yeah, but like they're such good actors. Like it's kind of you know they really sold it. They really made you believe. It. I, I love yeah. that fucking show.
1: That really made me mad the way Marlo got or Omar got got. Yeah, I was like, he does. He deserved to. He deserved to go out on his on that his dude, terms. Not that
0: that dude uh, what was it Michael K. Williams. Like, Michael that K. Guy Williams, sent, fucking I think, rocked like so. Yeah. It, did either? What did, did any? Me- Interesting character
3: watched? too. I like guess based on a oh, real yeah. guy.
0: Did anyone watch know that. Boardwalk Empire cuz he was really good in that too. I watched yeah. a little bit of that. He was, he was good in it. He was really good in that show.
1: He's good in Community. He plays a teacher for like half a season.
0: Oh, I never see
1: I I've never It's really that. it's really funny cuz like especially now watching this cuz like he he drops like all his like Omar lines in there in Community. And I think it's kind of funny. He's like, man, he's got to have a code <laughs> when he's talking about like like cheating on tests instead of like <laughs> hunting down drug dealers.
0: It's funny. Uh, anyway, that's, that's, any anything else? That's all I watched, TJ. Uh, I watched two movie things and I watched the TV thing I want to talk about briefly. Okay. Uh, well, two TV things. I watched one episode of The Lord of the Rings show. Well, I tried to, I fell asleep. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's all I, I got to rewatch The Lord of the Rings show. It's kind I of started the first episode, T. but T. I, got, uh, I got... It's kind
1: of dry. Not woke enough, apparently.
0: It's not woke <laughs> enough, um, and there's no titties, so it's, it, it's hard me to me There's no titties
1: in any Lord of the Rings. Why would you expect it in this?
0: I know, but that leads into my next show. I watched all of the episodes of House of Dragon. Ew, why? And, and I'm back, baby! Game of oh, Thrones okay. is back, no. baby, baby! Yeah! No, it's good. It's actually very good. Um, you, but you know how care. it ends. No, you gives don't. A shit. It's like two hundred years before all that shit. I don't care. Yeah, you I know what's gonna happen. They're all gonna die. I don't care. Everybody dies, Ugh. baby. Woo! I'm back. Game it of looks... Thrones is
2: back, baby. It's you set yourself up for heartbreak. It's. vi I, yeah, I, I.
1: I hope it ends just like Game of Thrones ended, just to ruin your well, viewing beating, pleasure. Well,
0: beaten off and wise isn't part of it anymore. So I don't know, man. I'm telling you, the first four episodes are pretty damn good. And, and it, I cannot
1: take Matt Smith serious in anything.
0: Nah, he's good in it. Have sex. He doesn't Have dance sex. though. I wish he did. De- I wish he did more of his
1: dance. He should just sing that song in there. Morbin time.
0: Um, he doesn't sing the song. He doesn't dance. Uh, Boo. He's, he's good in it though. It's a good show. It's a, it's a solid show. I, uh, I'm back in, I'm, I'm way in, baby. I, I'm back. I'm back. Back in the Game of Thrones saddle again. Ugh. People kept telling me it was good. I didn't believe it. Then I watched it and I was like, fuck,
3: they're right. not be less interested. It's very good. You should watch it. Will uh, not. Uh,
0: and then I watched I watched The Batman over again. You uh, love
3: that movie, huh? I still gotta watch it.
0: Uh, this is the third time I've watched it. Yeah, I, I think I like it more than just about anybody. Like, I really like it a lot. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, that's all I got to say about. that I just really enjoy that movie. I don't know. There's just something about it. Like it just it it scratches the Batman itch that I want. Like I don't think it's perfect, and there is problems with it. But there's just something about it. I don't know. I just I dig everything. I dig, I dig the tone. I dig the look. I like. I really like the Pat, Patterson's Batman. I like how it's not really about Bruce Wayne. Like there's just a lot of stuff about it that I like. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, it's the third time I've watched it. But I, I continually find things to like about it. So it, it's very long. I don't disagree with that. But, uh, yeah, I still really, really like it. Uh, and then the last thing I watched is something that I watched uh, right before Showtime. I watched the movie... Uh, take a shot when TJ watches a Shudder original, they fucking make every goddamn new horror movie. Do
3: they make them, or are they just distribute? Is it like a Netflix thing where they're picking up movies I'm and just en- distributing them?
0: I'm not entirely sure. I think it's like a Netflix thing in it that I think it's like a 50-50 thing.
3: Because oh. I'm
0: pretty sure that movie I watched a couple weeks ago, Watcher, I think that was produced internationally <laughs> and then distributed by Shudder. But I think... This was like produced by Shudder. So I watched a movie called Hellbender. Mm. Um, it's really,
1: really good. Is it a um, blend? Is it half Hellraiser, half, hell, half airbender? Hell.
0: <laughs> no. Um, it's it's uh it's a very low budget movie. Um, and I will say that the thing that holds this movie back from being like a five out of five for me is that. Um, you know, it's funny, we talk a lot about movies and their budgets and like how you can tell they're cheap. And I think one way that we kind of we don't really bring up enough is a lot of times when you have low budgets, you can't hire good actors. And this movie suffers from uh, what I like to call Gran Torino syndrome, where like the main actors are really good, but the side actors are awful, and they kind of take you out of the movie. Um, but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So Hellbender is about, it's basically about this mother and daughter, and they're witches, and the mother is basically trying, they live out in the woods, out like, out in the middle of, of nowhere, and the mother is like, trying to shield her daughter from like, the outside world, she tells her daughter that she has some kind of immune disease, and she can't be around people, and then the daughter kind of stumbles on the secret that she's a witch they call them hellbenders but it's basically a witch and then the daughter like it then it becomes kind of interesting because it becomes like this thing where um the mother and the daughter like you know she, as she learns about her like witch powers like the mother is kind of envious of her and then you find out that like witches like they don't they don't just like phase out like the 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 daughter has to kill the mother and it's fucking wild and there's a lot of like cool like crazy visuals and like i kind of like the idea that they they kind of push where these things it's kind of like a almost like an x-men kind of thing where they they act like these witches are just like another they're like an animal like outside of humanity or like an evolutionary stage of humanity which is kind of always i think kind of a fun trope but um it's really good the two main the mother and the daughter are fantastic but man the other actors in this movie are bad like they're real bad and it takes you out of the movie um and some of the like a lot of the visuals are great but then it's funny with special effects it only takes one scorpion king rock monster to be like oh that looks like dog shit to make the rest of the movie look bad that's what this does like there's a lot of cool little effects in this movie. But there's a few that are like, oh, yeah, you should have you should have scrapped that one. That one was kind of shitty. But overall, it's an eight out of 10. It's a solid movie. I highly recommend it. It's only an hour and 22 minutes long. Um, also, the uh, the the mother and daughter are in a band, which I think is kind of fun. Like they in their spare time, they they make music, uh, which is cool. Um, minor complaint, they they. Uh, They they make the music that they make diegetic, but like the music is way too produced for two people in a basement. But that's that's besides the point. Um, but it's a cool ass movie. What a weird hill to die on! (laughs) it's just weird because it's just like it's like okay, they're not producing this. Like, there's too much shit going on. Like, I don't know if they're gonna do that. Just make it sound like Scott Pilgrim.
3: track mixer, I don't think so. What I'm saying is like
0: when like you know know Scott Pilgrim, you You could believe that they're playing that music. But like this is like there's just too much shit going on. Well, they have witchcraft powers. Maybe their powers are production. You know what? The actually, not not a bad explanation. They'd ever they'd give me a drop line of that, and I'd be like, all right. But overall, a very creative movie, definitely worth your time. I really enjoyed it. There's just little tiny things that I would I would like to fix. Um, I said it on Facebook, but this is actually a movie where I wouldn't mind a remake. Like a like if you gave this the the filmmakers like a bigger budget to basically remake this movie, kind of like an Evil Dead two situation or an El Mariachi situation. because um, well, it's, really,
2: it's a strong proof of concept.
0: It's really good. Like, it's solid. And again, the, the, the movie is carried by the two leads, especially the, the girl, the young, the daughter, is really, really good. And there's, like, some really great tense moments. It's just that, you know, there's just every time there's something awesome that happens. And there's, like, a really great, like, ending sequence. But, like, there's also, like, Stuff that's like, eh, you see that, and you're like, mm, that looked kind of dumb. Or, or like a character talks to the main characters, and you're like, did you guys just hire this guy at like a gas station down the street? Because it's like, it's real bad. Like, the, I mean, we've seen it a thousand times, but the difference between like good acting and, you know, uh, whatever like that sh- man shark movie was is night and day. And that's kind of what it felt like. It felt like you had. A couple of real actors and a couple of people that, like, maybe they were friends with. I don't know. I definitely, I'd still recommend it. I believe it's streaming on Shudder. Um, it's also streaming on my Plex server, so you can watch it. But uh, Yeah, Hellbender. Check it out. Uh, Gogs.
2: I watched one thing. One thing? Oh, one thing. Um, and I'm going to start with a pop quiz. Hmm. What do you hot get?
0: Hot what do
2: you what do you get when you combine what is arguably one of the worst casts I've ever seen in my entire life with a concept that is completely idiotic, and then you stir it all together for two hours and twelve minutes, you'll never get back. Mm. The answer uh, to that question
3: pause, pause, pause. Give one more hint.
1: I mean
2: Roland yeah. <laughs> Emmerich. Oh
1: did you watch, did you watch Moonfall? Moonfall? I did. I was going to watch that, and I didn't. This no, is sad I didn't.
2: This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. You said worst <laughs> casts? I looked at the cast list, and I was Patrick like, Patrick Wilson be fun. is in this movie. Yeah, he's okay in some stuff. I
3: heard he's getting Fargo season two, and he's just he little children. Okay,
2: okay. Well, so when he's playing against Halle Berry as astronauts that ain't it chief yeah, and then you got sam from a uh, game of thrones as ooh. like some sort of janitor scientist <laughs> that ain't it neither and then you've got you've got patrick wilson's kid who that actor must have won a make a wish contest yeah, because nice. he is the worst person i've ever seen he can't there are he park the benches. Worst actor, everybody. He's the worst person. There are park benches with more emotional range than this person. This <laughs> movie, they must have held a gun to Donald Sutherland's head to get him to literally wheel out for three minutes of exposition. This oh, bro, movie, Donald
0: Sutherland is in like his Malcolm McDowell phase. He'll be in anything. He does this,
2: do any this movie, do, are you going to watch it out? Because I won't quote unquote spoil. How the hell are you going to spoil Moonfall? Oh,
1: I could. Is the secret that we were on the moon, the whole... Earth was the moon the whole time?
2: No, that's better. That's wow. legitimately better. Uh This movie just... Just... Just sucks shit. Like, it's... <laughs> Put that on the board, right? Like, like, the science is terrible. Like, no one Shock. understands how physics works. Like... I, we're to believe I guess the moon has stronger gravity than the earth because if that was the case the earth would circle the moon but no one's thinking that but according to Roland Emmerich dumbass it's as soon as spinning this thing...
3: real fucking fast does yeah. it
2: turn out that
3: the moon's a spaceship or something or is that a different movie you want me to spoil it Alec I don't
0: care Okay. Wasn't the, was the moon filled with venom or some the shit? Moon, so
2: here's what happens. <laughs> Every time. moon Every time it was, it was made out of, of
1: cheese.
2: It was made oh, out of shit. spare ribs. Barbecue uh, spare ribs. Uh, 11 years prior, uh, Patrick Wilson and Halle Berry are out doing a little moon... No, doing a little science mission out in space when a cloud of nanites comes by and sends their buddy ass over tits out into space. And uh, Patrick Wilson gets court martialed or something. He's now a disgraced astronaut, which I didn't know was a thing. Wait, Uh, they're all all, Air Force pilots. Disgraced
0: astronauts?
2: Yes. Uh, So then Halle Berry and him have a falling out because she was knocked out through the whole thing. Anyway, this cloud of of robot dust heads its ass to the moon and then spends the next 11 years burrowing into the center of the moon. (laughs) Meanwhile, Sam is fresh out of Maester school and he's like, I think that the moon's a safe structure. And so that's (laughs) what the whole him and his group of like hollow mooners are like meeting in like YMCA basements discussing this. And now the cloud of bees has turned off the moon's power source in the center. So now it's drifting closer to Earth. And NASA just figured out this. And now because of that, time has changed on the planet and they've got to go back to the moon and then like reset. Then you find out the moon was an arc or something. It was like what seeded the earth. So, so uh, some, some civilization, thousands of years before the quickening I, of sigorti- I never thought I'd have to ask this in real life, but
3: how long before somebody would notice in real life that the moon actually moved? Because I feel like they would notice right the fuck away. Pretty much
2: immediately, wouldn't they? <laughs> they... Uh... It took them a couple of weeks. Maybe, maybe they're in
1: the maybe they're in the "Don't Look Up" universe where they all deny science in the name <laughs> oh, yeah. of politics. Yeah oh, did uh
0: did uh did the did the guy from the Mighty Boosh did the moon show up? Hey, it's, just I me.
1: Moon. it's me on the, the moon. It's me the moon. No,
2: So and then the moon. <laughs> So this cloud of bees is trying to wipe out all humans because the past humans sent the moon here to create the Earth and seed it with DNA and, like, (laughs) overwatch the Earth as, like, an AI superstructure, and then this cloud of nanites, which was a rogue AI from this far gone <laughs> group of people that made which us. Is you're not talking,
3: talking me out of the movie.
2: The is doing what he always does. He <laughs> makes it sound good. And, and then the fucking cloud of bees goes in It's is trying to suck the, the core of the moon out. And the core of the moon is a white dwarf star. That's what powers <laughs> it. And not for nothing, I, I Google this, the smallest white dwarf we've ever seen is like Almost twice the size of the Earth, so none of that checks out. And the
3: moon's smaller than the Earth, right? That yes. is
2: that is a true fact. True fact. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then, so now since the Earth, since the middle of the moon's getting sucked out like an Oreo, the the fucking moon is crashing into the Earth, and then the moon's gravity as it makes a pass by like Oregon I'm is sorry, like. But if the moon crashed into Earth, wouldn't that just be it? Like that. No, be... no, 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 no. The moon is it's in a it's in a uh 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 a descending orbit, a receding orbit, whatever it is, it's slowly, it's circling us and circling us. So it's 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 getting closer.
0: It's like like a disco ball
2: spinning, like a bowling ball spinning into Earth. Yeah, well, no, it's like, it's coming around, and every time it comes around, it's getting a little closer, a little closer, a little closer, and now it's like, it's literally to the point where it's like coming, it's like (laughs) dipping into the atmosphere, it's like knocking over the tops of skyscrapers. Oh my god. But they're trying to make some conceit that the moon's gravity then becomes stronger because people are getting sucked up towards the moon. Who wrote this thing? Roland Emmerich.
1: He wrote it? it. Sean I wrote think, it. He I did believe some ghostwriting. This movie is just... Oh, is this then, Nate's new book? It's, <laughs> it's directed
2: and written by Roland Emmerich. And it is like... If you've ever seen people that don't understand how anything works, including interpersonal relationships, science, basic physics, driving, emotions, guns... If you want to watch an entire cast of people... Be confused for two hours and 10 minutes. Here you go. I got 25 minutes into this movie. and I was like, fuck. And then I was like, I got to see this to the end. I just got to see what, I got to see where the, uh, this cat, I got to know how deep this rabbit hole goes. And it's two just
1: hours and 12 minutes. It's just, that's insane. It is
2: just, and it is. And at the end, like at the end, everybody's all like giggly about the fact that they've reset. They reset the spoiler loot. They reset the moon, and they sent the, the they they blasted the AI's dick off with a fucking EMP. But apparently, did they other,
1: uh, did they turn the moon off and back on again?
2: Like, effectively, because then the like as soon as the thing left, the moon's like, oh, it'll go back where it was, and everybody's like, cool. Like and for a minute there, they're gonna just nuke the moon, which was like, what was the thing? Where it was like, would you miss it? Was that from Austin Powers? No, yes. it was from. Uh, oh,
0: yes, well, there, from Austin Powers. Well, there's also that Mister Show
2: sketch where they're like, "We got to blow up the moon." Like this movie is just like it is, it like it's oh my god, it's like oh it, they use le- they use phrases like "Q level clearance," and there is <laughs> a there is there is repeated scenes of them just worshiping Elon Musk. Oh, like boy. there's just so many weird. Shitty thing! It's like it's like the conspiracy theory. It's like a big like celebration of conspiracy theorists. Like all of us, the moon was hauled out, We're right. This is great. Like Are it's they just, all Australian? No, it's just that one, that one, <laughs> that one dude. But that's just all like, he's oh, he represents the whole world. Like it's just awful. And like Halle Berry is the worst actress. I mean, she's kind stopped. of always bad. Like. How is she? It's just she's gotten this far, just not that she's hot. She she's, is. She's very hot. So is like Denise Richards, and she's not doing nothing. Holly Berry's hotter than Denise Richards. Fair, but like Holly Berry, like was she ever good in anything? That's my question to the group.
1: Yeah, she's, she's been good in stuff. She's good in Monsters Ball. She won an Oscar. Yeah, I've never seen that. She's so good in
0: that. She's good in that. That's it. I can't okay. think I of
1: another. I, I don't know that I've seen a ton of Holly Berry movies. You guys loved her in that last uh John Wick movie.
0: I did not. I did not care for that movie at all. In fact, she's the worst part of that movie.
1: <laughs> she's not the worst part. The worst part is the fact that they feel they need to stretch this franchise on. Oh yeah, I forgot
0: I forgot you and me are in Simpatico in on this one. Yeah, everybody
2: else. Should have had right? it
1: tied up in a nice little bow as a trilogy.
2: Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Keeps coming though. But anyway, so that's it. I watched Moonfall. I did it so you didn't have to. <laughs> I, I'm shocked that that didn't end up on the show. That was I mean, a movie... I, I, that I was wasn't a movie. aware
3: that I would have had to had you not watched
1: it. <laughs> Bro, that,
0: that was a movie that as soon as I saw the trailer like two years ago, I was like, oh, that's a good. That's a show we're going to watch well, on the podcast. I, I, I guess the name of the movie is a joke because
3: I think you brought up the plot. I was like, is it called Moonfall? Oh, You're hold like, on. it is.
0: Yeah, hold on. I got a. I got an idea for a theme. Disasterary. Mm. It's all disaster movies. I, I
2: mean, I'm not. I love disaster movies. Typically, all bad. Like, I can't think but of some of them are fun. Like Twister is fun. Like, I think the original Poseidon Adventure is good. I've never that seen movie.
1: It. I will. I will never take a cruise because of that movie.
2: That's where the boat flips over. Right? No, you. You tell yeah. me. You don't fuck with volcano. Not Dante's Peak. I've never seen it. But yeah, this movie. Roland Emmerich. That guy sucks. I think yeah, he's terrible. All oh, he the does.
3: I still kind of want to watch Independence Day too. I never got. Oh, I've to seen it. it.
0: It's horrible. Well, no shit. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> horrible though. Oh. It does. It, The funniest part about it is it ends on this. Like the last half an hour is basically this big ad for the next one that they never made. <laughs> like this one, this like movie. We get to in.
1: the
2: aliens next time. We're gonna kick their ass. Uh, no, you're not. Oh, on my twenty twenty, my running twenty twenty list. This movie is second from the bottom after Morbius Wow it, it it is it squeezed past Texas chainsaw massacre oh, like it is God. just the original like, yeah the original it's that <laughs> I, I watched you. that for the first time in 2022 and that movie sucks but no uh this is uh it's just yeah Sean uh I watched
3: two things, two things. no three things
1: Whoa! I've
3: three movies. Yeah, hey,
1: oh, uh, man, look at I've guy. seen them
3: all before, and we've all seen them before, so I'll go through them really quick. I watched T two, uh, Terminator two, not Train Spotting two. Like ah.
0: some, some movie. Oh yeah, wasn't Train Spotting two actually called T two? Yeah, it's
3: fucking hysterical Yeah. T <laughs> uh, two, despite Gog's uh, revocation of its status as a Terminator movie, is still very good.
0: Yeah, T two uh, is fucking amazing.
3: Yeah, but I I do like his hardline stance and that all the sequels have made every Terminator sequel bad, so the only good one is the first one now. I like that kind of extremism. So
0: uh more hot takes. Terminator two is like so fantastic. Retroactive trash. Oh my god. Terminator and that, 2 liquid, is that like, liquid effect still looks good today. I stand by that.
3: As far as, like, dumb shit blockbuster movies go, Terminator 2 is the peak. And it's not even that dumb, but, like, when you think of a big fucking oh, yeah. summer action movie, like, that's about as good as it's gonna get. Three. Uh, I've watched uh, Into the Spider-Verse, and I'm going to say this, I might have said it before, but I stand by it. It's the best Marvel or DC, like, mainstream superhero movie and i don't even know if it's arguable at this point uh maybe cap 2 is like in the neighborhood but like what a like easy movie to watch and still like be affecting and like it's funny and like it hits every tone in the same movie and it's still like gorgeous to look at like i love that movie my kids want to watch
2: that movie all the time and i'm like yes let's go whenever you want I hope the next one's good.
3: It doesn't come out to like, next year I was so fucking pissed. Like, I, I was know. like, does that come out this year? It's like, oh, no, I got delayed again. Yeah. Just, like, I mean, we've talked about it a million times because uh, me and you saw it right before the Moleys one year and it, like, yeah, shot yeah. my list. But just the fucking Oscar Isaac bit at the end, like, is fucking yeah, worth but... going to see the movie by itself. Yeah. And then just, like, all the performances, like, I can't do it on command. He can't do it On oh, command. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think like you, you said it like how it's gorgeous to look at, but I think like that choice, like that art style, is makes that movie timeless. Like I think that's that's always gonna look good, even in like twenty years, whatever CGI cartoons look like by then. Like that they may they it's kinda like, like video games that that go for more of like a like instead of trying to be the most graphically like photorealistic thing, they they go for like an art style. And I think that keeps things fresh, you know what I mean? Like I think it, uh yeah, gives it, it, doesn't, it like a timeless quality.
3: It, it doesn't look like anything. And um I don't know, man. It just fucking rules like it's
2: Sound, soundtrack absolutely slaps.
3: Just like it's from coast to coast, right? Like butter and oh, toast. And, I mean, and coast
2: to coast with butter and toast. It's end to end, cover to cover.
3: Right. Banger. That movie fucking rules like and like it makes every other Spider-Man movie look like a big pile of poo-poo um and the last thing i watched is underrated banger and i think uh gods and i's like one of our sleeper favorite movies is uh the live action ghost in the Shell. oh i like that movie too yeah i know you, yeah i was i was very happy that you liked it. alec you haven't seen it right nor do you have affection for the source material at all
1: correct on both counts
3: okay um, I think you might enjoy it. Like it is visually like a stunning movie. It's fun. It's a
2: fun just... sci-fi movie. Like I liked it a lot. It's one of my and... most pleasant surprises of all time because I sat down. Me and Sean sat down together to watch it with. Yeah. Like I had no. I, I expected to Joan on this thing, and I was like halfway through it. I think I looked at Sean. I was like, I really like this.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was, so... and I was, I was knuckled in to not like this movie because like you know how I feel about Scarlett Johansson, but like she's kind of perfect for the major. Yeah. Also, also like i TJ, what's the uh artist name that did the manga? Uh, Masamun, Masamun Shiro. That guy's like super talented, but I think the fact that this movie steers away from like his obvious like uh perverted qualities.
0: Oh yeah, actually there's
3: a, makes there, it even I, I, better I have in have some the, ways than the uh, so, the uh, actual anime. There and is also, uh,
0: there's a lot of stuff in the comics that are just like I, I really like the comic, but like this art it, book is yeah, up. yeah. I have like, I have the uncensored comic and I have his art book and like there's just like porn scenes like in the middle of nowhere. It's like, what are you doing? Like, the story is really good. You didn't need to do that. But, like, I don't know. Whatever. It, that is what it is. They're all perverts. What are you going to do? Who's all perverts? The Japanese. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> what? Now just go ahead and keep lumping whole cultures together like that. Well, Manga artists are all perverts. And uh yeah, what are you gonna do? Not all Japanese are manga artists.
0: Uh, I mean incorrect. <laughs> I'm pretty sure.
3: And I, I don't know. know if you've ever seen a Japanese census lately, but under occupation one hundred percent of the pie chart is manga artists. Mass of Moon
0: Shiro is a fantastic artist, though one of my favorites. Yeah, like, yeah. Some of that stuff, like, do I really need to see the major, like, <laughs> they, fingering they, other robots, like, in the they, middle of the scene? Like, I they don't know. fired
3: me from Penthouse because my cartoons were too filthy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, goes of Shell rocks. People that got upset about that was is real dumb. Like, they're all they're whitewashing it. Uh, did you also, read this source material? Yeah, like, her body Isn't was the major Russian? supposed to be
3: Russian? Yeah, yeah and like also, like also, I I know we've talked about this a million times. Like, if there's one people that loves white people more than white people, it's Japanese people. Like, yeah, culturally, I, like that's, they, that they, movie that, did Alec. better
0: in Japan than anywhere else in the world. That movie culturally, i I don't there.
3: want to want to offend Alec, but culturally, they fetishize like Americans in the same way that a lot of Americans fetishize Asians. Um, as far as pop culture goes, the
0: uh, what was I gonna say? The, the the thing that's nice too about Ghost in the Shell is that like it, like I love like pretty much anything with like the cyberpunk aesthetic, and it's a very good representation of that. Like the 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 anime is obviously, but like I feel like for a live action movie, like it's a very solid cyberpunk and kind. Of also, movie.
3: they didn't spend like a ton. It looks more expensive than I think it was. Because uh, I don't, I don't even know if that movie has a hundred million dollar budget, and it looks great.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a solid movie. It's an underrated gem. I'd, also, I'd
3: you get a uh, what's his name, Uh top dollar. What is what the fuck is his? Or Michael, Woke. Michael Michael Woke. Wincott. 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 Yeah, Wincott. And he, I'm always happy to see that guy.
0: He's really good in uh, Nope. He's very good in that. Basically, plays Quint in that movie. Love that guy. Yeah, um, yeah that's good, all I watch. besides
3: the the foosball.
0: Yeah. Uh speaking of Cyberpunk real quick, they got a Cyberpunk Netflix show coming out. Uh based on the game. It looks really good. It's called like
2: Netrunner, I think. I don't know. It comes out I think does, tomorrow. Does like Netflix have like an exclusive deal with CD Project Red to just turn their games into probably shows? I mean, probably. The
0: Witcher did very well and well, cyber, the Cyberpunk hard... cartoon looks really good.
3: Do you remember the Hard Drive article? It was like Henry Cavill
0: uh, finds his footing being cast as an emotionless mutant (laughs) in in The Witcher. Whatever. I I watched the one episode of The Witcher and I could not get into it. People tell me it's great. I I don't know.
3: I'm surprised they haven't made a Metro show yet because I heard those books are actually really good.
2: They are not. Oh, they're not? You read them? Mm -hmm. They are not. The games are good. I like the game. I read the first book. The book it starts strong and it just it just falls on its face by the third act. So probably Most books. It, it probably it might lose something because it's translated from the original Russian to English. So maybe there's something lost in translation, but it gets real janky right at the like when books have jank in them, something went wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of times when you read like translated stuff, it gets that way. Like the Battle Royal novel has a little bit of that in there,
2: it's like, like, like at the end of by the end of fucking metro 20, 20 whatever it is i think people have like full on magic and it just gets sort of dumb
0: all right well that's everybody right let's get yeah. into our future. real
1: real quick before we get, get into the Go feature so the the queen died this week shout Not out good. <laughs> and uh did you guys see the, the rocks tweet yeah no. it was awesome what did no, oh, it say God,
2: it's so, it was so good
1: it's <laughs> like Deepest condolences to the royal family to have lost such a majestic blah blah blah. It's like a paragraph, like it's heartfelt paragraph. Yeah. And then at the bottom, it's like too bad she passed away too early to see Black Adam <laughs> <laughs> only in the theaters like November eleventh. Oh, it's oh, so that's fucking that's good! Every like... time it pops up on my uh, TikTok, I I die laughing again. Yeah. Every time I see the Rock it. won me it's back with so that. So funny. <laughs>
2: did he he do that did he do that just unironically or did he do that ironically
1: i don't know and either way is hilarious i'm pretty sure it's it's
0: ironic i think he knows what he's 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 savvy enough to know what he's doing i think that was a a bit it's not like what marvel did marvel they uh they got they somehow got their claws into chadwick boseman's uh, official Twitter and posted the fucking Black Panther 2 trailer or whatever. Oh, like, like,
3: did you see, was it Hard Drive again where they had, like, the fucking, it was on his tombstone, like, Black yeah, yeah. <laughs> Panther.
0: It's like, alright, guys. But yeah, I want
3: visit the grave of the whoever did the Shadow Man 2 promotion.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like, right.
3: somebody had to do that, right? Like, free Shadow Man 2 or whatever by putting it on your grandfather's tombstone.
0: Some weird fucking thing they did. I, I miss the 90s. Yeah. That game was also awesome, by the way.
2: I never played Shadow Man 2. I still got to play the Darkness
3: games. I got both of them. I think Those... they're actually gods and I've never played them. They're Those both. are also really they're good.
0: are pretty fun. Yeah. Alright. Feature presentation. Time for a, a, a rip-roaring tale. Yeah, I hope you guys are ready. Buckle up for a chuckle fest, because here we go. Yeah, this was uh... yeah, sorry, guys. it's a little... <laughs> No, a little, it down, a it down for, it's
1: like a it funnier dog tooth.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. It, <laughs> it
2: is though. Dogs, yeah. what happened in this movie? Smash <laughs> butt. Smash cut. cut. Right. <laughs> Sorry. It starts as stand by me and then it ends up don't stand behind me. Um it <laughs> is uh so the movie opens and it's like, it's, it turns out I have like a, like a, so like the stand by me jokes notwithstanding. Like I have a real, apparently after watching this, a Don't real say hard on. you were about to say hard on, <laughs> yeah, I'm, real, I'm real chubbed up about this. Um, I have a real affinity for like these like kind of flashbacky movies, like in movies, like a Bronx this, tale, like a Bronx tale, a like sandbox. what they do in like, yeah, like. Good um, Father, too. Goodfellas, all this shit. Yeah. Like, I love when, like, you know, you're just hearing, like, you know, hearing the old soundtrack, and it's like them, the, the good voiceover. And someone said in our group, I think Sean said in the group chat, like Michael Patrick's voiceover in this movie is like on point. But anyway, you're introduced to these, uh, to these four young men who grew up in Hell's Kitchen in New York, and they're probably, all, I think they said they're all in their, they like, they're like between 13 and 15, something like that uh and it talks about all the you know the shit they would run around and get into the trouble they would get into catholic school like the like the shit they would pull the scams they would run you know and just like you know general just you know kids just looking sticking at, around looking having a fun at, summer naked
0: ladies at the ice capades
2: yeah exactly like like peeping on ladies you know just mild you know sexual assault or whatever so now the uh you're also introduced to uh, Robert De Niro as, you know, the neighborhood priest who kind of looked out for these kids and was sort of a mentor and sort of like a like a like a guiding light for them and like, he takes care of them he looks after them, but he's like a street guy like at his heart, so he kind of gets it and he's I don't know, Robert De Niro is just he's I think amazing, amazing in, this in this movie, movie. Yeah, um, it's Fantastic
3: Isn't it weird to see him try?
2: I, there's <laughs> The scene, the scene in the church where he's like, "Give me, give me the clicker." So there's one scene where they've got this little clicker that made all the girls. Apparently, the nuns would control the ladies at this Catholic school by one click would genuflect, like two clicks would stand up, three clicks would st- whatever. Genuflect. And it, so the uh, so one of these kids gets a hold of it and he's fucking with them. It's like it's like when you're like if you have a spare remote to your TV and you're fucking with your dad, like it's that sort of scenario. And uh, the uh, and Robert De Niro comes over. he's like he knows what the he knows what the deal is. He's the inside track. He like you bust him for it, but then he fucks with him a little bit. So it's I don't know. It's very heartfelt. It's great scene. But then also, also, it's nice
3: that uh, De Niro's kind of like around the way. Like he he was like, I'm almost a criminal, but I became a priest. Sort of right. He could
2: have like he was on the knife's edge, and he he fell that way. Yeah, and he like he has this like
0: air of like toughness about him. Like there's a scene later on. I'm sure Goggs will talk about, but like. He's like a good
2: person, but like you
0: still wouldn't want to cross him,
2: you know? Right. He's got the, yeah, he's, I mean, De Niro's kind of always had that kind of air about him, which, especially young De Niro. But not anyway. in that movie that I watched that,
0: the, 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 the journey, not the internship or yeah. whatever that
2: is. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you meet some other people. You meet like, um, the main character, basically the main character, Jason Patrick's dad is played by, excuse me, played by Bruno right. Kirby. Yeah. Gotta get
0: that sort calm of like, out of your crew.
2: Yeah, well, it's always there. Um, I should be used to it. The Bruno Kirby is like an abusive dad, but he's like in a in a weird way still sort of endearing, which is a strange character to say. Yeah, but like I don't
1: know. He's like the, the part I didn't he- find him endearing at all.
2: He's I don't know. Like- He's like yeah. what you
3: picture of just like a dad of that era. He's just like bossing the mother around. Like, like, he's like, like
2: and I think in a lot of ways he doesn't know any better. I'm trying know, to, get, maybe if
3: no, like, because like, if you like, if you show any kind of affection towards your children, you'll make them gay. Like, is yeah. the fucking, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, because there's even that scene later, that great scene where Jason Patch comes over for dinner. He's like, "It's great to have you here." Oh and then he like pays yeah. yeah. no attention to him whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can relate to that scene. That scene hit home for me. <laughs> just like just talking to your dad and him not really saying anything, and then you're just like mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. Oh no, man. That one uh that one definitely hit home. That was uh I felt
2: that one. But <laughs> that one the old cog- cobbles. <laughs> and the cockles and the cockles. So, like, but like, so the kids are doing their thing and, like, you know, they're, they're going through life and going through summer. And one kid gets, like, beat up by a stepdad. I think this is the point, what TJ yeah, and Sean yeah. were talking about. This, or not stepdad, some boyfriend of his mom's or whatever. Yeah, and, like, close enough. Yeah. Uh, and De Niro goes and catches the guy on the street. He gives him this great speech about, like, you know, how much you weigh? You weigh about like 220, 230? What's he weigh? Like 80? That's not even a featherweight. I can get in the ring with that. I'll tell you what, you touch him again. I ain't 230. But I'll stay, i you know, I'm a hell of a lot yeah, more than 85 pounds. But yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. He's like, you won't need to call, he's like, you'll need to call a priest. I like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was awesome. Like, I love that. And I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I do this all the time, but I always think about like lesser movies. And I think in a lesser movie, like De Niro literally like beats him up, which is yeah. corny as shit. But like him just like threatening him is so much
2: better. Like, yeah. They threats them, like, the most casual way possible. It's a very like,
3: jocular threat, and then it's like, a yeah. will
0: see you at church.
2: Yeah, right. Because um, the guy I think opens, like, I gave last week or whatever. Like, um, So these kids, one of the scams they run is to get free hot dogs from the hot dog vendor. And they do that by distracting the hot dog vendor by running away. And then the rest of the kids, you know, then pillage the now abandoned hot dog cart. So they're doing this move, right? And the hot dog vendors having no part of it. And he's chasing after uh, Shakes, which will later be Jason Patrick. The young the young actor also, I don't recognize, one of the like, young actors is Brad Renfro. You know, Brad Renfro?
0: Renfro? No, Brad Renfro ends yeah. up being Brad Pitt later. R.I.P. Brad Renfro, by the way. Like, all, I thought, I mean, we'll get into this, but, like, I thought everybody in this movie is really good,
2: but I thought all the kid actors were really good, too, which is hard to pull off. Like, I thought yeah. they were all, like, good. You really, Yeah, so... So they're running around, they're doing this thing, and they decide, oh, let's steal the hot dog cart. Okay, well, we're stealing the hot dog cart. This guy's not giving up chase. We're gonna put it at the top of this subway station and kind of dangle it over the edge. And then we're gonna, when he gets there, we're gonna run away. And then his choice is gonna be save the hot dog cart or chase us. That'll get us all his tail. Great, great idea on paper, but when they came to run the play, they they pooched it and they uh to run the play. They drop the hot dog cart down the steps and it just mushes a guy against the wall <laughs> yeah. just like hot dog juice and like relish and no ketchup, but a lot of mustard. How that much guy of ends up...
1: Jizz for some reason.
2: yeah, just full of some it. like hot dog
0: jizz.
1: <laughs>
2: What do you want
0: in your hot dog? The old gliz jizz. <laughs> Look at that glizzy
2: jizz. Look at that jizzy glizzy. Death, death by glizzy. <laughs> oh man, i to get glizzy to death in hell's kitchen. <laughs> so, uh, this guy ends up in the hospital. i oh, they... pause real quick. Yeah. Um, I, I,
0: again, I already kind of said that I like this movie a lot, but there is one line specifically right here that I fucking hated. When that lady's like, my god, boys. What, what have, have you, you done? done? It yeah. was
2: very Matthew Good delivery. It was very. It was <laughs> yeah. It was like off camera. Like someone was like just you know. Well, add, I, think it, it
0: was, I think it was 80 yard too. Which
2: yeah, it was, was like really
0: terrible. It was like, oh, why did you like? We get the the weight of the scene. I didn't need that. Like,
2: what have you done?
0: Yeah. And then like there should be like a small child going, give them this cyanide capsule. <laughs> like <laughs> you son of a bitch. Jesus
2: don't bite down on that hot dog cart, you <laughs> son of a
1: bitch. Don't bite down on like,
2: you <laughs> son of a bitch. So now, uh, so they get sentenced to the Medville School for Boys or whatever, and for... This is where the fun begins. This is where the movie gets really lighthearted, because then they learn a lot about themselves. No, they don't. They learn a lot about Kevin Bacon That and group big... of, like fish kid that like beats him up in the beginning. That's Super somebody... familiar. Yeah, right? he looked very familiar to me. Was that... he in like? Was he in like? Remember the Titans or something? I tried... Alex, <laughs> the resident. Remember the Titans scholar. Was I tried he remember... to look him up, but I couldn't figure out who he was. Um. So anyway, they're they're here. Uh, they're in basically kid prison, and it sucks. And you're introduced to Kevin Bacon's character, who is the head guard. And he's his, supposed like, to be from Maryland, right? Yeah, he's got a Baltimore accent like crazy. Yeah, yeah, and, he
3: I, is certainly the head guard. And so
0: now, um, <laughs> gee. so now,
3: oh, I didn't write the fucking movie, guys. Come on, this is a comedy show.
0: <laughs> oh, also, uh, I, I, I guess we could say this now. So this is based on a book, and the writer. Basically says that all this shit really happened to him, but yeah, like I mean, he can't back it up. So, well,
3: the New York prisons were like, "Nope, never happened." Yeah. be moving on. So yeah, I don't know. If makes, I was it,
0: him, I wouldn't be back. That that little, I don't, it's not a stinger, but that little title card at the end when they said that, and then I looked it up on the internet afterwards. Like, oh god, it makes the movie that much worse. It boy. Makes it worse. Yeah. yeah.
2: So now, uh, so now the kids are enduring mental, physical, physical. Excuse me. Physical and... It's physical! Physical! uh, And and it's going to be hard to laugh through this. Sexual abuse from this cadre (laughs) of guards. So TJ found a way to do it. There's a really
3: (laughs) funny line he has where he's like, what's that on your fucking necklace? Yeah, What's like, that on your fucking necklace? Oh, it's a, you know, Mary Mother guy's. like, I don't give a fuck whose mother it is. Yeah. <laughs> and like,
0: and the the perversion from Kevin Bacon starts immediately because well, absolute creep. I think we I think we might have skipped it, but like the first scene he's introduced in is like he makes the kids strip and then like the, there's this like shot of his reaction you're like, "Uh-oh, like this is not good." Like he just like I know he's an awful character in the movie, but Kevin Bacon's really good at in this role. Like he is a fucking like you yeah, just want he, him. yeah, you want him to rot. Like he's the worst person, but he's you know it's funny because Kevin Bacon is like he's so likable and like a lot of other movies, like he's so good in
2: this. Like it's, it's just, a test- I mean it's a testament to how good an actor he is, right? Absolute like, monster, and how yeah. bad a
3: musician he is. Yeah,
2: yeah. So so all this keeps going on. There's a scene where. You know, the kids kind of have, I guess, in the middle of it, there's sort of a longest yard moment where the kids get to, like, play touch football with the guards, but no one understands what that means. Oh, it didn't touch football. And they are just, like, annihilating each other, and they they recruit one of these uh, other young men who's very strong and fast to, like... And he's black. black. It's part of the it's part of the story that he's black. Yeah, it is you relevant. Say, yeah, you can say it. It's not. Well,
3: like it's it. funny because I've seen this movie like five times, and every time I'm always like, "Oh, Rizzo, that's a funny name." Like, and then they're like, "Yeah, Rizzo, the black kid with the Italian name." I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, that was like a point."
1: Yeah,
2: the kid, the kid Rizzo. He he's also been in a oh, like the actor played that. Played I recognized him. him too, Very yeah. familiar. Um,
1: he's Wink from uh, Eight Mile.
2: That's oh, it. My name is Wink. <laughs> That's
1: a Simpsons reference.
2: So uh so they <laughs> beat the shit. what? <laughs> they beat the shit out of the guards and they get to have their like they get to have their Shawshank redemption. We felt like free men moment. Uh but that doesn't last very long because the guards beat the shit out of all of them and they kill the one kid. Uh yeah. so wait so it's
0: off it's off screen they don't they they, can
3: we give like a special shout out to how good these kids are for how many like how much work they got to do there's that great she in the hospital he's like how you doing he's like well i survived
0: and and the kid goes who didn't yeah Yeah. oh like that's a hell of a way to deliver that or or just this scene like the the scene later on it's it's probably just about to happen where they're just talking about like what they want in life. And the like the littlest kid is just like, I just want a, like a night where I can sleep. Yeah. And it's like fuck. It's like, heartbreaking. And the kid's delivery is so fucking good. And he's like, it makes it even more painful because he's so little. Like he's yeah, I, he's the one that grows up to be the the blonde haired guy. Yeah, the blonde, yeah. yeah. Not not um, My Billy Cro Dr. <laughs> Midnight, which are are perfect that uh, fucked me up. I didn't realize it was not like it had yeah a yeah. Yeah, it, he looked nothing like... I was shocked. I was like, wait a minute. That I kind of, like, recognized his face, and then I was like, that's not him. Well, no.
3: Billy Cruddle must be huge because I looked up how tall the other guy was, and he's, like, 5'10", so he looks like he's, like, 5'4", in the movie.
0: But, yeah, the kids
2: are so good. Like, they really are. They
0: really are good. And, like, R.I.P. Brad Renfro, like, that kid was solid. He was
2: really good in this movie. I Like um, I said, the whole... Like, there's not a weak performance in this whole movie. So... So then the kids, you know, they they persist on and uh, Jason Patrick's character is going to be the first one to get out. And his, you know, his farewell gift is like a horrible evening of torture and rape. And then he gets oh, to go home yeah. and deal with it. And then the other kids get out and they get out and deal with it. So now we're revisiting everybody when they're older. Now, I, there's two things I glossed over earlier, which I shouldn't have. One, these four boys are tight with uh, a young <laughs> lady. Yeah. Nice. Uh, With a young, (laughs) with a young, with a young mini driver. I
3: can't throw him
2: up like that. And uh, so a young mini driver who is still their friend and still loves them all very much. And one thing I glossed over was uh, when they were younger running around doing, doing scams and stuff, they were actually under the employ of a local gangster who had like, the most hardcore revenge story of like all time in a, like in a flashback within oh, a flashback. I love, I love, that, flashback. Fucking yeah. I love that fucking rules. I love that. I love that flashback rules.
0: too. That flashback was great. I, we'll probably
3: get, I don't know if we'll get to it later. Cause it's such a small scene, but there's that scene where he's out there with Jason Patrick and Patrick's like, uh, I didn't know you like Pizzen so much. He's like, I like anything
2: that doesn't, doesn't talk. talk. Yeah. Um, so now the boys are out, right. And they're, they're growing up and they've, you Know this has fucked them up pretty bad, but they've all kind of they're doing whatever they're doing. So, uh, the two younger, the two, the little guy and the other kid, I forget what his name was, Tommy, maybe Tommy and uh, John, they are they're basically they fucking gangsters, they are like murderers, they're out here doing dirt. Uh, Jason Patrick's character, Shakes, is like a wannabe reporter journalist, but he's kind of you know half failed at it, and and Brad Pitt's character, Mike. Michael, yeah. My, uh, Michael. He is like an assistant attorney, uh, assistant attorney general, or district attorney. Um, I love Brad Pitt in this
3: movie, but like he, he hasn't mastered hiding his Oklahoma accent through his uh, New his, York accent. He's new, very his, curious.
0: His accent kind of falls in and out. I will say yeah. he's
2: he's still good in the movie, but oh, yeah, he's fantastic. His, yeah, I, I fantastic. love a young Brad Pitt. He's not yeah. doing this. He's not talking with his hands and doing all that. But he's you know he's doing Brad Pitt stuff. He's doing yeah. Work. So. One day, John and Tommy are at their local bar hanging out, and they're just doing whatever. And it's it's a neat scene because they sort of flex how hard they are because they go to this bar. They see these two suits at the end talking Reaganomics, and he's like, I want to buy them a drink and tell them we don't talk politics in this bar. And no, they no, no, no. What he
3: out. says is – uh we don't, uh, Republicans are not allowed in Hell's Kitchen, so they can either have a political conversion or they can shut up. That's what <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: it is. <laughs> yeah, and the two guys, it. like, see them? they respect it, they shut the fuck up. Like, the rules of the neighborhood are known. Yeah. And then, uh, John goes and. Well, when takes you see two piss.
3: guys dressed in, like, the I don't know what the Italian version of a Canadian tuxedo is, but when it's black on black with a black, like, uh, yeah. past your
0: waist leather coat you they know looked, it's a fucking problem they, they looked like in the beginning of rocky
2: when rocky's like the enforcer this yeah. kind of outfit yeah yeah they're, they're all they're all at don vito corleone's funeral so uh this so he's going to the bathroom and he walks past kevin bacon fucking sitting there eating dinner in this fucking bar and he like kind of pauses for a second and kevin bacon addresses him and he's like he's like do you want something i need something he's like, no not right now or something he's kind of oh, that's such just, a great scene like can i help you nah
3: not 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 right now you're not right now
2: that's a great line like what's what's interesting is like i love this scene like there's a there's like this guy's a fucking tough dude it's just been established from the scene prior right and there's a flash of like terror in his eyes. yeah yeah like there's a flash of like he's back to like you know, you can see him just relive it, and then he kind of comes back into focus. Then he go gets John, and they come back over there, and like they they fucking like they, they basically lay in and interrogate him. They're like, "Hey, you remember us? Hey, you know who we are?" You know, but- I I read
0: from this scene too that I don't think Kevin Bacon does remember. I think he's done it so many times, so many- yeah, he, right. He-
3: That's the horrifying part is like he's mashed so many people he, at this point. Like, like
2: yeah, he's like, "I made you tougher," but I was kind of waiting for like a like a ronin the accuser for me it was a tuesday whatever kind of moment or whatever See, i don't i think
0: like that's like the scariest thing about his character because like you know he he doesn't like he's not like he's a scumbag and he's he's just as ashamed like you know what i mean he's full of like like the same kind of like doubt and he's not like arrogant like a bison where he's like proud of what he's done he's a piece of shit like look at him like he's he's obviously like you know He's eating
2: eating meatloaf in a dive bar, or whatever. He's not doing great. Yeah, it's
0: like he's just he's just exists, and he's done all this shit, and he's like, there's no like, he's just a piece of shit. Like I don't
3: know. I I think it's a great little uh, bit of character building too, is they still kind of view him as this like this huge figure when they're like, I thought you would have been something better, you know? Because they're just little kids, so they think like you know the authority
2: is like ultimate. So like Like, it's like you're an adult. Like how are you here right now? right? Right. So they they fucking give him a whole raft of shit and then they just they blow him away you know in, in exactly let me tell you about something about this movie it has some of my favorite emotions in it such as vengeance and it is... Oh, this movie's all about vengeance. They fucking shoot him in the dick, and then they shoot him, I think, in, like, both legs, both shoulders, the heart, and the head. They just unload on this motherfucker.
3: Oh, yeah, they give him the old Hugo Stiglitz underneath the fucking table. Yeah.
2: yeah, and then they, like, pay... They say sorry for the mess, they pay for the beers, and they leave. So now this sets into motion... What I think is wild about this movie is it sets into motion a revenge game that they've had plotted for a long time. It's just happening faster than they had hoped. So uh, Brad Pitt's like, all right, I'll take the case. And it becomes this whole thing where it's like, hey, this local neighborhood guy's going to prosecute our guys. What the hell? And then they have to get out to King Benny, who still runs the neighborhood real fast, and go, do not have Brad Pitt killed. Here's the plan. I thought thought this was, like, really interesting. Because, like, he ostensibly plays both sides, kind of. He purposely throws the case, but he does it in such a way to make sure – that there won't be a mistrial. It's very clever. But like, but, yeah.
3: like you feel the tension with him because this can go wrong
0: in millions Any of ways. Possible like, way go and wrong. then and then they, they hire uh Dustin Hoffman, who is incredible in this movie. He is what,
2: absolutely what happened. He
0: got he got like me tooed right? That's why he's not around anymore. He? Oh I think well,
2: but well, man, he's so good in this. Fucking he is movie. so subdued as like this like Bumbling, like failure of like just the shame on his face. Like I got a like, drug, I got a drug problem. This, it's it's not, not, it's not, a not nothing, nothing big, just a little. Just getting, a, little, a little. He is now. so fucking good in this movie, and they hire him. They hire him so that people can't be, I guess, like, so sort of, I don't know, just to make it look even better that this this verdict was, you know, unappealable or on un- whatever, undebatable. So Brad Pitt's out here pulling the strings. He's like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna expose the business. We're going to get people on the stand. We're going to expose this house for boys. We're going to get you two off for not killing this guy. Crazy. He's nice. He's dead. And then, by the way, we're going to unleash this other like load of evidence we have against this other guard who turned to a crooked cop. And this other guard who owes money all over town, we're going to get him waxed too. Yeah. So, they all these wheels, Jason Patrick is basically acting like the go-between to make sure all everything's going. And then the last piece of the puzzle they need in this thing is they need a rock solid so they get some of the witnesses that were in there to, to say, you know, we weren't there, you know, they, they recanted. And then they get other witnesses they got they, one they and... basically write a script for yeah. uh for for uh Dustin Hoffman to read this? Is
3: a part when he's like he loses the page and yeah. Brad Pitt's like mouthing like the come I, on. I, yeah. The
2: tension was so I was like waiting. I was just I've seen this movie four or five times. I was waiting for Dustin Hoffman to fuck it up.
0: But on the other the other end of it, it's very interesting when Dustin Hoffman starts getting on like a roll. Like it's yeah. like such a roller coaster. They do they
3: do a good job of setting him up earlier. It's like this is the guy you used to be, right? And it's like yeah, but I'm not yeah. that guy anymore. And he starts to kind of like get his groove back a little bit when he starts yeah.
0: interrogating the
2: guard like it's like really good like it, yeah. he's you know and the panic in the guard's eyes that 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 Brad Pitt's not objecting to this line of questioning yeah like is so good and it's and just the like, judge it's like, is
3: like what the fuck are you doing yeah. yeah i i i don't know
2: so like and and the other i guess all we need to make this clear that all of this hangs on the fact that all the juvenile records have been <clears throat> Scrub. Democracy. They said that, they said they get rid of the juvenile records so after. you can seven never. Ca- years. You yeah. can't connect the dots that all these kids knew each other, or all these kids were at the same institution. This together. is you
3: also can't... a plot that only works in the 80s because you couldn't do it now because of like all the social media history yeah. of everything. But yeah.
2: So, so effectively, uh, so Brad Pitt gets this other guard on the on the stand, ruins his life because it deserves to be ruined. Uh, he gets his two buddies off.
0: Watching this guy break down is, like, I thought one of the best parts of the movie. Like, the guard, like, j- like his, he starts kind of stone-faced, and then they just yeah. wear him down. And I think, like, I don't know, this movie... Like, he wants to confess, right? Well, that's right? just it, like, right? Right? Yeah. This yeah. movie is very human, because, like, he's full of guilt. And, like, he breaks down because, like, he's ashamed of who he is and what happened. And, like, it's so... I don't know, again, like, I go to the, the lesser movie thing, like, where every villain is, like, this mustache-twirling psycho or, like, a, you know... This guy is evil, obviously. He's done horrible, evil things, but he's still human, and, like, he's... You know what I mean? Like, that is a very human reaction. Like, you
3: you almost buy, like, his uh, late-stage, like, face turn. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, like, he's a Sunday school teacher. He's, like, really trying... But, like, there's no coming back. You know what I mean? There's no redemption for this. Well, this movie...
2: This movie is all about like it, it, what I took away was like it's all about like it takes the teeth and claws away from the monsters at the end of the day like these things that scared the shit of you as kids are just sad and pathetic and like yeah. and like not you know it, it's it's just the abuse of the power at the moment but in in the grand scheme of things they're not superhuman they're not. But I also
0: I don't know to me like I think that I at least what I took away from it is that like the actions of these people are so horrible that they transcend even what they transcend the past because they followed those guys for the rest of their lives.
2: Oh yeah. You yeah. Know right. what I mean, and, oh, and to, no ultimately
0: to their, the two of theirs deaths, just being on the street. And then I think like this movie does like a really good job. You know, we talk a lot about watching stuff with like a, a modern lens, but like, I think this movie better than pretty much any movie I've ever seen. It really does delve into, you know, stuff that's talked about nowadays and how like, Sexual male sexual abuse victims like don't talk and they yeah. can't come to terms with what happened. And, and, and of course, that happens both, both mm-hmm. genders. I'm not saying it's you know exclusive, obviously, but like it, it was interesting to watch them without like you know, obviously without saying a whole lot, but there's just so much pain in all these characters. And I, I thought that that was like palpable in like so many scenes without them just explicitly saying or monologue. No, and about uh. They- it. They even do the
3: uh, work. As Minnie Driver had dated the boy, two of the boys, and she's talking about Michael, and it's like, yeah, I, he would never. I can never get close to him. Every time I touch them, and like she doesn't, yeah. she still doesn't even know.
2: Well, she doesn't find out until like the trial. She didn't right. know. The, the scene, the scene where uh, Brad Pitt says, "Tell Shakes to tell the the." Father, what what was, what was Bobby. father Bobby? Everything he knows what that means. Oh, God, and she's yeah, yeah. like, he already told us like the look that crosses Brad Pitt's face in that yeah. scene is like something else. Like, there's they so much such a
3: there's stunner. such a great human moment in that scene with Patrick and Driver, where uh she's like, How come you never asked me out shakes? And it's like, you know, I didn't think you say no. She's like, Well, what about after John? He's like, I think it was Tommy's turn. they like, Oh, fuck yourself. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so good. And she's like and he's, she's like, what do you want shakes? And he's like, I need you to give me information. And then she gets pissed off because like, you know, she's kind of like, just ask me something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. connect with me. And he's like, I need this. And then he's like, well, what's the matter with you? Like, do you feel, and this kind of, I wanted to kind of wait till the end of this when it gets to the diner scene, but like, this is a tough movie uh, to pull off. Cause you really feel the weight of their friendship. We see a lot of movies with like group dynamics that are just like, you yeah. don't buy that they're friends. But like you I at least I do. I really I, yeah, buy I, how heavy their friendship is. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what that means to them.
2: So so at the end of the day, so at the end of the day, basically Brad Pitt throws away his legal career, right, for revenge. He gets his buddies off. And then like a year later, they can finally all get together. I think it was a year is what they said.
0: Yeah, I think it was and, a
2: year. And they all get together and they finally get to have like a moment of just like Hey, you know, we did, we, we, we over, we beat this thing. We will overcome it. And, and then they, then they sort of like a tragic, you know, coach Carter coda. Yeah. Um, but also they, stand by me also stand by me, but uh it's, you're right, Sean. It's like a really like warm scene of like when this when Brad Pitt comes through that curtain to the back room of that diner. And
3: like, it, like, it's such a minor thing, but the way she hugs him. And then like, she does this little thing where she grabs his collar with her hand yeah. as she's hugging him and it's like it, it that's such a human moment. Like it's such a again, really small thing. Also yeah. she has the you know, this is, you know, from nineteen ninety six. So she walks in there, all the guys are hugging. She's like, what is this a fucking gay bar? Yeah. It,
2: yeah. <laughs> but no, that's that then that's 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 sleepers. And yeah. I also want to touch on this. I don't know why the scene mattered to me so much, but I loved it. When they send a letter to King Benny to explain what the plan is and he like He's like smiling and lighting it on fire to make sure no yeah. one can ever figure this plot yeah. out. He's like he's like, "All right, boys, let's go like it's I
3: mean there's so many great scenes like we didn't even touch on Benny meeting uh um Rizzo's brother little Caesar, oh, yeah. he's oh, like, yeah you're gonna give me eight thousand dollars, and he's uh when are you gonna pay it back? I'm not
0: yeah like, what's worth more, what's up, worth yeah. more than money." Like right, uh, I, I, yeah, I give you your brother's killer. Like it's oh, it's so and good.
3: I'm a sucker, and I'm sure Goggs is too. I don't know how the rest of you guys feel about it. for the airport execution, yes, oh, it's so good.
2: Yeah, yeah, dude. Just with the, just just hearing the noise of the engines go yeah. by, and the guys just in the light. Oh. Also, a yeah, uh,
3: special shout out to Jason Patrick's jawline, which it might be the most chiseled jaw in movie
2: history. So like, like let's can we talk about Jason Patrick? Talk about how because, handsome like, that
3: guy is. Like, is I in, love him in
2: this. I love him in, in Narc. Like, yeah, NARC's 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 a good fantastic. movie. And, we did
3: a Joe Carnahan month.
2: Yep. Hell yeah. Joe Carname. But like, um <laughs> But like what that guy deserved better. Joe like, jo-
0: autumn that i don't know cardamom
2: i don't know no carna halloween no there you go nope alec what do you think you haven't said much
1: i was fine Mm. just fine it's too long
0: it was like, long, but I, I didn't feel the I It was two and a half,
3: wasn't it? It was two and yeah, a half. Yeah, it five. was like Blade Runner 2049.
0: I noticed that before I watched the movie. I was like, oh, man, I picked the long one. You know, yeah. I've seen this movie six times, and I think I just
3: figured out that the Puerto Rican uh, convenience store owner is supposed to be gay.
2: Oh, the really? Fat guy, the fat guy? Yeah. Oh.
3: I don't know. You know, like, I got uncles like that. I'm like, I can't tell if they're gay or just, like, really Hispanic. So like, <laughs> there's something he says in the movie. I can't remember what it is, but I don't know if he says honey or queen or sister or something like that. Also, uh, shout out to a movie about a group of kids with a female friend that they don't all have to fuck. Yeah,
2: uh, look at <laughs> you, Stephen King, King. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and no and no mystical retard or whatever the
1: other thing is that Stephen King loves to use. Yikes! Yeah. So, so, dogs. so dogs, you that, can't <laughs> you can't say that dogs. I can, I can. say mystical.
0: You go. No. <laughs> He's talking J. about the TJ <laughs> is mystical.
1: Yeah. TJ can say mystical.
0: That's right. Okay. Uh, back to Alec though. Just, just so, what, what didn't work for you? What did work for you besides the length?
1: Uh, I told you this. The score like pulled me out of it. Like, so funny.
0: I didn't even really pay much attention to it.
1: I the I noticed. I guess I probably noticed it about the time that the music stopped. The actual like. Pop song stopped. It sounded like it was like Edward Scissorhands or like the original Batman. I was waiting for it to be like, like, it was like Danny Elfman esque. And I guess, I guess John Williams showed some restraint because it didn't have the like building French horns and the big crescendos, but still, like, it was distracting at points for me. Like, I was like, this does not totally match. Anything going on in this movie? Yeah, it seemed like, like a bizarre all.
3: choice, right? Like, why would you, you call John Williams why for your even, uh,
1: drama about boy fucking? Right? Why bother <laughs> paying John Williams? Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm sure he ain't cheap. You could, you could have got anybody to just throw throw together some like shitty dour like piano music that would have captured probably done a yeah. better job.
3: Hire these guys that, that did the Rainmaker or whatever the fuck.
1: Yeah, John Williams is sitting there composing this. Like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, is, is Superman in this? Like, I, 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 now that would be I a don't, movie. So you want me to make a soundtrack for a movie with no superheroes or space ninjas, or rising
0: sharks, or like, rising, sharks. Or like yeah. rising action? Like, uh, yeah. um, yeah. real quick while I'm thinking about it, the. uh, the actual use of Gimme Some Lovin' was great though. They used oh, that 100%. perfectly. I thought that was a very good scene and good use of the song since we gotta stay on theme a little bit. Yeah. Uh I thought <laughs> try it, at least. It was a very good it was a very good use of the song. I was relieved to hear it in the
1: movie. um I, I really liked the performance by uh the guy who played John Ron Eldard, who yeah, He doesn't kind of, do a lot of stuff. The other guy I didn't like recognize. He was in Deep Impact. He's the astronaut that gets blinded. He was in Black Hawk Down. He's one of the helicopter pilots that the snipers oh, no try sure. to protect. He's yeah. been in tons of stuff, and like, it's I don't know. I've always thought he was a good actor and everything I've seen him in, but he's just never quite gotten like over the hump, I guess. Yeah. Wait, look, he looks like an American Tim Roth. He's really yeah, good. I thought he of. was
0: really good at this. I like you said I thought everybody
1: was good in this. Um Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't quite do it for me. Maybe I just don't like Barry Levinson.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hated him last week, but I liked him this week. I can't believe this is the same director. I'm like, shocked. It blows my mind. He's especially. A- especially since, like, we talked last week about how, like, tonally uh Good Morning Vietnam is a fucking disaster. This movie like, juggles tone incredibly well. Well, it's good that
3: Father Bobby wasn't played by Robin Williams, though. <laughs>
0: hey, oh, we hey, there. hey, what is is he church, like, and be like, hey, hey. Hey, Oh, no. I was like,
2: oh, please don't tell me.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know what, there's like, I I don't know, man, like, we talked a lot. We talked more about the movie in this synopsis than we usually do. Yeah. Um. But there's just, I don't know. There's a lot of little parts to this movie. Like, this is just very, to me, it's just very, very well made. They
3: do like, a really good job of juggling all the shit that's going on at the same time. Like, even, yeah. you know, like a Father Bobby's arc, you know, the like, is he like, okay with He's Like, you want me to put my hand on the Bible and lie to God?
0: Yeah. yeah, and, and yeah, even yeah. I really liked his like cross examination with the, the basketball tickets. I yeah. love that exchange. That was like and I so loved good. I love the dynamic between him, Brad, with De Niro and Brad Pitt, because again, Brad Pitt has to make this look real, but like you know, he still like wants obviously
2: he wants he doesn't want to discredit Robert De Niro. It's yeah. awesome. Right Brad, and... Brad Pitt's coming at him so hard in that cross examination. And I think he knows where it's going to end up, but he's got to sell it. Like, he's got to yeah, make sure that so everyone good. thinks he's it's doing so everything he can here. It's like, it's a brilliant revenge story. Also, the fact that this movie pulls off,
0: because this has been fucked up so many times. The first half of the movie is kids. The second half of the movie is those kids grown up. Yeah. Like, that's a hard thing to do. Like, they did, they really fucked it up recently in that It sequel. Like, that first It movie is pretty good, and that second one, oh boy. Ooh boy. <laughs> but, uh, uh, um. Shout I, out to Cameron. I, <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know, man. There's a, like, it, it's fun. Well, let's get into Five Knuckle Shuffles. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> Alec. Six.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Said it very fast. Alec. Six. <laughs> Six. Okay. Says Like, I'm not. Looking forward to the inevitable, now that we've watched two of his movies in a row, Barry Levinson Monthly.
2: <laughs> oh. His his it's, his list of movies is really Leva, all over. Love Tover. Mm. Did he do Bicentennial
0: would, Man? Yes. He really, no
1: oh. shit. Oh, no. no. Didn't Steven Spielberg do that? I think he might have produced no. it. Hold on. He did on. other Robin up. Williams movies. He did Man, man of, the of the Year. year. I don't think I've seen that. What's Is that the one where here?
3: George Washington comes unstuck in
1: time? I don't know <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But then he did like Wag the Dog, and I remember loving no. that movie. Wow. I
0: remember liking Sphere. Why Man was directed by Chris Columbus. Oh, oh. the the Gentile Barry Levinson. Hundred million dollars for that movie, and it made eighty seven. He did Toys with
2: Robin Williams. He made toy. We just talked about toys, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, he we talked the,
1: about it last week. He's he the
2: he was the director of Toys and Rain Man.
0: That is good. Yes. Uh, interesting career that
1: guy. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Um, he also made The Bay, which is Oh, I like that a lot actually. Really? Yeah, I thought it, it sounds like it would be awful.
0: No, it's cool. It's uh it's I mean it's like a found footage movie that's like all about like the Chesapeake Bay. This like funk this like uh Invasive like species comes in, and it, it's basically like a zombie movie, kinda. I don't know. I thought it was really good, actually. Huh. <laughs> I really enjoyed. Just it. Now, reading
1: watched... the synopsis a few minutes ago, I was like, "That sounds atrocious." <laughs> I I really I remember real. I saw this like years ago. It came right? out like ten years ago.
0: Yeah, I watched it. It was on Netflix. It was like back when Netflix. I want to say back when they first really started streaming only. But I I remember liking it. I remember thinking it was a pretty good like found footage movie. And you know I don't generally care for those.
2: No, no, you don't. Um, Gogs. Right. Uh, it's gonna be a nine for me, dog. Uh, I, I, I don't know. There's something I, I don't think I can. I think we said it a lot when we we're talking about the review. But there's like so much acting in this movie, which is a dumb thing to say about a movie. Well, but there's like, I,
3: can, can I make a supposition to why you like it so much? Besides being a good movie. Because it's Vengeance? something you mentioned briefly, it's set up like a mob movie. Yeah, a yes. mob yeah, movie, absolutely. Like yeah. almost like one hundred percent.
2: Yeah, it really is. And like, uh, but like, there's just like there's so much that's done with just a look or a glance or just uh you know something unspoken that just translates into you know you get it. Like you can read a lot of emotion and immediately know what someone's thinking or feeling. Um, Kevin Bacon is an absolute fucking creep in this movie, but he's doing a great job like everyone's doing a great job in this movie the kid actors which i feel like it's hard to wrangle kid the kid who plays shakes because he's effectively the main character he that kid actor is is awesome like i don't think we said that like when we're talking it's yeah it's it's really well made de niro it's some it's some of his like most like nuanced work probably uh Brad Pitt's great at it. Jason Pat, everyone's great in it. It's well directed. It's shocking. that it's the same guy, the same deft hand that made Good Morning Vietnam <laughs> made this. Um, I don't know, man. This movie's dark as hell. Like you can't just like watch it all the time. It's not here. Like you're not gonna pop it on. Like hey, we're having a <laughs> we're having a party. Put sleepers on in the background. But like you gotta, you know, game recognized game. The, the 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 movie's fucking solid. And it's got like it is. I think criminally underrated on like Metacritic and stuff. I think it's like hanging like a fifty percent or something. So I don't know. I'm I'm a big fan. I think it's really well done. I think the fact that Jason Patrick's acting career uh, didn't take off like as much is is a is a real crying fucking shame. Uh, Sean,
3: uh, it's a nine for me too. Uh, the only thing that keeps it back is it is very long and like. Unless you're like Lawrence of Arabia or something, cut cut the movie down a little bit. Like I didn't feel like I wasn't bored, and I've seen this movie a few times, but like two and a half hours, it's too much. Like and you could have
0: trimmed it. You could have trimmed. You could have.
3: You could have cut the a lot of the convenience store like uh, do the right thing monologue to camera type thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like a little bit distracting, but beyond that, man, like it's it's just a like it's a demo reel for acting. Like it's fucking like. There's that scene in the court where um, Dustin Hoffman's cross-examining McManus, and uh, he's like, well, I heard... He's like, I'm not asking what you heard, I'm asking you what you saw, what you were present for. And then, like, he's just like... He's just reading, like, in this monotone and he just keeps hammering. I was like, man, Hoffman's really fucking good in this movie. And, you know, he's like... He's talking to Benny, and Benny's like, oh, you know, if you fail, you know, the dirt nap. And he's like, dirt nap. I've never heard that expression before. And it's like... (laughs) You know, life life is a risk. Life is a gamble. Like, <laughs> what, I'm sorry, what did you say? Life is a gamble. Uh, just, like, everybody's so fucking strong. And, like, it, it's, like, the neighborhood really comes to get, like, it, it's, like, a community protecting their own. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm for that. And Minnie Driver's like, does a great job uh, masking her accent in this movie. She's really good. And, like, they tanned her up pretty good, too, because I legit thought she was, I thought she was when I was younger. Or something. Yeah, I, th- I, thought, I thought she wasn't She got that, like, uh, Deborah von Valkenberg and the Warriors thing yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, like, I was telling the boys, uh, I was such, like, a, a film boy that I bought this on DVD when it came out, like, a, like, yeah, I'm gonna go down and get sleepers. <laughs> and it was one of the DVDs, if I recall, that was like the cardboard box with the uh, plastic oh, snap over. Little... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember so, that. I got a long history with this movie. Um, but no, nah, I, I think it's a really excellent... As far as, like, procedurals goes, it's it's way up there for me.
0: Yeah. uh, Teagle. uh, It's a 9 for me, dog. This movie is fantastic. Uh, top to bottom. Uh, I agree with Sean that the re- only reason it's not 10, it's a little too long. Uh, You could have trimmed down a few scenes here or there. I think you get it down to two hours, it's a 10. Um. But even still, like it's just it's just so good, and the the way it's written, like Sean just said, it's it's a lot like a mob movie. But I'd say too, it's like a it's a like a crime. It's like a well, like I love um, you know we talk about like heist movies, but I like I like intricately plotted like crime movies. They do this yeah. all the time. And and this movie does it so well, like this, this is the
3: Ocean's me... Eleven of kid fucking. Or
0: what's that 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 uh, fucking it movie. on the box? The fucking movie Anthony bought me, The Friends of Eddie Coyle. Have you all seen oh, that, that movie, movie? Fucking rules, yeah. It's it reminds me. The... The... I think it
3: got a Criterion release That's, recently. Yeah, I have yeah. the
0: Blu-ray. Um, is that freaking? I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. But but it reminds me of something like that, or like yeah. it's just it's just so good. The characters are so rich. Like all of them feel like. I feel like I know all of these characters.
3: Yeah, and Billy Crudup gets, like, four lines, but you know exactly who he is.
0: Yeah, and and you mentioned it briefly, Sean, but, like, the sense of place in this movie is incredible. Like, I feel like, you know, they they make Hell's Kitchen, like, its own character, almost. Yeah. Like, I've, I don't know. It, this movie does such a good job with its world building and, like, to, to harken back to something Scogg said, like, the... Subtleness in so many of these scenes is just so well done. Like I don't know. I guess like I'm so used to movies nowadays just being like overwritten and like verbose. And this movie is about like so many like just kind of nuanced like things and the way a uh, way like character interactions play out. It's just it's just really good. It's a masterclass in. Like, it's just everything. Like It's, like, yeah, it's also, like, also, like, I didn't even talk like about it. It's also teetering
3: on a neo-noir. A bit, like, yeah, the way that we'll the voiceover, voiceover. set up.
0: Yeah. Also, like, I don't think we really mentioned it, but the movie looks really good. Like, yeah. it's shot really well. Like, um, the sequences, like, that are supposed to be unpleasant, but, like, the sequences of the sexual abuse are done, like, incredibly well. It's terrifying, and it's disgusting, and, like, it, it's very effective. Like, I think that you know not that those are you know they're not good scenes but they're they're well made and they really uh convey the horror of the situation that these kids are put into and it makes you hate the guards and kevin bacon even more uh it's it's fantastic it really is i can't believe i've never seen this before um oh shit really yeah this is the first time i've seen this really um but it's a banger it's it's fantastic I, again like i i think uh, Dog said it. This is a movie that I don't know how many times I'm gonna like revisit this because it's uh it's a tough sit, but man, it's it's really, really good. It's a it's a it's a gem. It is fantastic. So yeah, nine out of ten for me. I really enjoyed it. Um like Sean said too, man, De Niro, like what a powerhouse when he wants to be. Like he his, his like the weight that he carries in this movie is just he's amazing. Everybody's amazing. Like, I don't know. This is like Next level stuff, but yeah, fantastic movie. Uh, whose pick is it next week? It's Sean's
2: birthday pick, is it not? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh god. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm
3: teetering on the Takashi Miike um Yakuza movie, but I don't Which think one? it's going to be the no the one about the video game Yakuza. Like oh, a oh, like this Dragon. But you've seen that, right? It's not great.
0: It's fine. It's yeah. yeah it's... I
3: don't want to pick something that's fine. I want to pick something like totally bonkers. So like. Like, uh, we
0: already didn't we do Yakuza Apocalypse on the show? I feel like yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Give give me a day or two to, to right, Ruminate enough. on it. Surprise! It, it's gonna minutes. be weird, but it's not gonna be boring because I the fucking the blood of heroes last year was such a fucking disappointment.
0: Yeah, but it looked like it could have been good. You think? I, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like that's a movie where you talk about it. You're like, man, that sounds awesome, and then it just wasn't. Yeah, what was it called like "Ballad of the Juggers" or something? Yeah, yeah. some
2: song for the juggalos. <laughs> All
3: right. Oh, I like so... pick
2: Big Money Russlers. <laughs> Hell yeah! I
3: don't know. It'll be it'll be goofy. Whatever it is I pick it's gonna be All stupid. Right. Nice. All right.
2: Stupid in um... under ninety minutes, please. Yes, and violent. Yeah, definitely. So violent. probably
3: Takashi Miike movie. So yeah. dig in.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, gotcha. Oh, anything to plug? Uh, not Moonfall. <laughs> All right, everybody. All That's right. the show. You know the drill. Eat your I own ass. That. Look out for Kevin Bacon. Mm. Uh, look <laughs> out for anyone in Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Head on, to, head on the swivel. out. You know there, why kids. this movie is forgotten? Because Hollywood's like, yeah, let's like, let's not try I mean, to let that thing. one get through. Yeah, right. Like, mm. <laughs> I look. This didn't get nominated for anything. I wonder why.
2: The Academy (laughs) takes umbrage to sleepers.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're like, just, just get that movie where like the 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 silent movie, but the guy that likes making movies, the the artist. (laughs) That one will do. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Good night. Good night. Love you. Keep it one hundred. Alec is gone.